Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Applebee Bermuda Shorts podcast, short talks on all things Bermuda and business. In this tech talk series, we are going to talk about what's happening in the world of tech. I'm Jerome Wilson, head of Applebee's technology and innovation practice in Bermuda. Technology is transforming businesses, markets, and our everyday lives. Hello, today I'm joined by Josephine Noddings. Um, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Jerome. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Why don't you share, tell our listeners who you are? So I am counsel and I currently work in Applebee Bermuda's office in the corporate department. I specialize in insurance, but I'm also a member of the global innovation and technology team. So bridge the gap uh, across both areas and work with insurers in the way in which they conduct their business and carry out their uh, risk activities. We will be talking today a little bit about a little bit of the old and uh, the new tech that's in Bermuda. The old being insurance, one of the pillars of our community, and the new being tech, technology, uh, fintech, and how the two are becoming joined and, and becoming more prominently joined in our jurisdiction. And so a starting point, why don't you explain a little bit to our listeners today about insurance and tech and how the two are, are marrying? So why don't you just give us a general overview, as it were, of what the two are and how they're working together? Thanks, Jerome. Um, yeah, I think y- you've hit the nail on the head there. Insurance is one of the main pillars of our, our international business here in Bermuda. And it's really exciting to see how it's growing and developing with the the introduction of new technologies into not only insurance itself, but in into the the um, digital asset crypto mm-hmm. um, space. So I work primarily in the insurance team, but I'm also a member of the technology and innovation team. And so I'm seeing how technologies are bridging the gap. We're not only seeing insurers carrying on their business in new and innovative ways, mm-hmm. but we're also seeing them looking to ensure new kinds of, of um, risks. So they're looking at what risk un- is underlying the new technologies that are coming through. And they're looking at how that they can incorporate that into their traditional insurance business. Okay, so basically looking at new ways to incorporate or ways to incorporate new tech into the existing framework of insurance, which, by the way, is probably one of the oldest um, kind of industries there there is. Ever since there's been shipping lines and, and people sending goods out in that manner, there's been insurance of cargo and, and, and stuff like that. So that's interesting. So why don't you touch a little bit on sort of what we're actually seeing so how are the uh, traditional players in this in the insurance world approaching this sort of uh, incorporating this new technology into their existing framework so we're really seeing insurers um, embracing new technologies in the way in in which they're they're conducting business with with their insureds and with their their capital providers, so we're seeing people um, looking at new ways in which they can enter into contracts mm-hmm. with their with their counterparties. So we're seeing the introduction of smart contracts, um, which are, are really interesting because they're self executing contracts. Right. So we we don't have the same lev- level of paperwork and interaction. Um, that that you get in the traditional insurance insurance world, it's a self-executing contract. All the parameters are, are pre-programmed into the software on on the blockchain. Once certain events happen, payments are triggered out. Um, Got you. A, a, as a result of of insurance um, parameters being met. 
what what about just on that point what about disputes like so if there is a does the, the contract cover every eventuality every sort of nuance that there would be or could be in sort of the the, the framework not as yet and this is one of the the restrictions in the use of, of things like smart contracts is they're they're not quite smart enough <laughs> yet to, to fully replace them um, almost smart contracts. almost <laughs> smart contracts they they can't foresee every eventuality so if there are disputes if if claims need adjusting um then then there are difficulties in that and then we as lawyers are having to consider how you can have a self-executing contract that automates payouts mm-hmm. um but also have the flexibility within that to to make sure that any disputes are, are dealt with and handled, um, which, which is quite interesting. If you've already paid money out, how can how do you claim it back? Um, yeah, if, I mean, especially if, if they've you know used the money and um, you know done other things with it. So that's that's interesting. You're seeing more and more of this sort of style of um, contract that is automatically executing on upon, upon events. Yeah, we're, we're seeing them being used more frequently and we're seeing them being considered more frequently. They're not necessarily being widely used at this point because of those issues that, we're, that, that we've just discussed. Um, but the people are working with software developers and with, with developers in this tech space to try and work out how all of those issues can be dealt with and overcome in order to make these, these smart contracts a, a, a viable option for the future. That's, that's very interesting. And So one last question on this point. In addition to sort of being on the blockchain and being a sort of smart contract and that's self-executing, are you seeing any sort of trends where these payments are being made in, are they just in fiat or are they in any cryptocurrencies? Is, if, there's, if there is any cryptocurrency, are, is there a cryptocurrency choice that the, the early adopters are using? So yeah, we're, we're absolutely starting to see insurers adopting the use of, of alternative currencies to, to, to meet risk um, liabilities under insurance policies. We have um, worked with insurers who are accepting um, capital via um, digital assets and cryptocurrency, and who are paying out policies um, yeah. via via digital assets and cryptocurrencies as well. Um, primarily, we're we're seeing the more established cryptocurrencies being used, okay. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, etc. Um, but as as the space develops, I'm sure um, people will be looking to develop their own tokens, their own cryptocurrencies, um, and and utilize the the wide range of of options that are available. No, no doubt. And so, you know, in addition to the smart contracts. Is there anything else that you're seeing? So, you know, that seems to be the sort of primary ticket right now I'm, I'm hearing or I'm feeling from you. So I, I think slightly more established and, and has been going on for, for slightly longer in, in the insurance space is the use of um, AI in underwriting. Um, underwriting is a really good example of where technologies can be used um, in order to um, review the vast amounts of, of information that's uh, that's available in order to um, carry on underwriting activities, um, analyze risk, and and be able to to write business. So we're we're more and more seeing um, underwriters using AI. Um, in in that in that way to make sure that they're they're understanding risk and the amount of data that is now available um, that is on on blockchain um, and and in other kind of um, digital forms mm-hmm. um, in order for AI to be able to to process and assess is is now at a point where that's a really viable option um, for for most insurers and we're seeing that out of Bermuda yeah absolutely oh, interesting and is that is there any sort of uh, Bermuda specific 
considerations for the adoption and implementation of AI? So does the Bermuda Monetary Authority have open door policy or open arms policy rather uh, for, you know, considering and, and looking at the, that the implementation of those types of technologies into the framework of insurance, to traditional insurance? Uh, so, so long as you're you're open with with the BMA on the way in which you're conducting your business, they will work with you to to find the right regime for for you to fit in um, to to be able to be regulated in Bermuda. No, that's that's great. So, one of the things we've been hearing about in sort of general is the push for medical records, or or not really just medical records, but for us all on island to have a digital footprint as it were so that i can give i can have my information on the blockchain and then i can control who gets that information whether it be medical whether it be for kyc whether it be for a bank who you know i'm changing my address and so i want to give the bank my new address is that something that you're seeing also sort of be embraced or covered in the insurance world yeah, absolutely, and I think the availability of of that information in in on the blockchain really helps those those AI analysis procedures, um, because we've got um, immutable I- information. We we know it's valid. We know it's accurate. We know it's up to date as at a certain point, and and we can we can have access to it. So so that really helps with with that um, AI underwriting analysis. How many companies right now, because I know with the, the BMA or I'm aware of the BMA having a sort of um, insurtech sandbox, um, do we know or have a sense of how many companies are, are actively trying out new interesting products in this, uh, in this arena? Uh, more and more every day, I think, <laughs> is, is the answer. We're working with, with a, a wide range of, of prospective insurers and insurance intermediaries at the moment that are looking to to work with the new technologies that are available to them in the way they conduct their business, um, as well as the uh, the underlying risks that they're they're writing. Okay, so it sounds like the environment is pretty open, and I guess ripe is the word I would use in terms of innovation, especially in this existing insurance sector. So if they can dream it, they can come to Bermuda and test it, and there is an environment that the BMA has created where you can get that testing in a light touch regime regulated uh, environment rather. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. So the, the BMA has created the, the innovation hub and and regulatory sandbox for, for insurers where they can come, they can, they can test out their products. They can test out the way in which they want to carry on business under the, the supervision of the BMA to make sure that they've got a viable business plan to to make sure that the the longevity of it is is what they're expecting and to do so in a way where investors and and potential counterparties are are, are comforted by the fact that the BMA's got overall supervision and and has has reviewed the potential business activities of these these um insurers. No, that's that's great. And and I know we can't get into too much of uh, specific details on on these podcasts. If you can, where do you see things going for the future? So I really see um, tokenization of of insurers um, becoming a big thing. I think they're going to be looking at getting capital in in alternative forms. So particularly in things like cap bonds, rather than just traditional fiat currencies coming in, issuing in in exchange for for notes and and debt equities, um, looking at issuing tokens in mm-hmm. in order to get that capital in. I think we're going to more and more see insurers offering to pay out in alternative currencies, um, in cryptocurrencies, 
tokens, etc., rather than in traditional fiat. And I think we're more and more going to be seeing insurers embracing alternative risks, so the risks of smart contracts failing, for example, mm-hmm. and looking at where um, risks that they haven't traditionally insured would lie in these technologies and how they can support um, the technology industry as a whole in order to, to mitigate and meet those risks. And what I'm hearing from that is that InsureTech is not just using digital assets or the blockchain in the actual framework of the business. It's actually, okay, how is an insurer going to actually evaluate and underwrite and you know pro- uh, provide for the risk that insuring this sector has? Or you know, what, w- how are they going to do that as a new s- asset class, new, s- new sector entirely? Yeah, ab- absolutely. InsureTech is is a reference to any insurance that's used by by insurers in order to conduct its business. It's not a specific type of technology. It's just the embracing and use of technology by the insurance sector. And I think that's important to, to for our listeners today. I know some of you who are listening are you know knee deep in in products and and knee deep in the industry and 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 are working on very interesting things. Others of you, you, you know, uh, or maybe the vast majority are just hearing this and, and just, you know, learning about this technology or this, this this sector and what it has to offer. And it's important to note that, you know, it's sometimes we get um, bogged down with acronyms and, and definitions and things of that nature. But at the, the crux of this conversation is that it's really how an existing industry is adopting and providing for and implementing in some instances a new technology and when you say new in the last five to ten years you know bit blockchain has really exploded there are lots of different implementation and, and sort of test cases beyond just you know acquiring bitcoin ethereum the latest coin to hold and watch its value go up or down yeah, absolutely. There's so many uses for these technologies in how people can conduct their business, how they can uh, work with their clients, how they can work with their counterparties, how they can work with their regulator. Um, so it's it's really interesting to see how um, technologies are, are developing and how insurers are, are actually embracing these and how, how they're using them going forward. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great. Um, we look forward to having you on, on future podcasts. If you're listening and would like to contact either Joe, Safine, I call her Joe, or myself, please feel free to reach out to us. Our contact details will be in the links uh, to this episode, wherever you're listening. Please, you know, give us your feedback. Tell us what you like, what you didn't like. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.